Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, a podcast where we talk about Star Wars stuff all day, every day, I wish, but almost all day, every day. Uh, my name is James. This is David. And Joseph, again, is not here, uh, unfortunately, so if you li- really like Joseph, we're really sorry. We, we do want to give him give him back to y'all, but he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back, we promise. Um, Apology accepted. Yeah. <laughs> so this week... Uh, Surprisingly, a lot of stuff dropped that was unexpected. Uh, one of the two of those things were unexpected completely. About uh, we'll get to the Galaxy's Edge, but a lot of casting um, things were kind of verified, kind of not verified as well. Um, if you want to go ahead and go with with that one for the Mandalorian, if you want to. Yeah, so we got the news that Pedro Pascal Pascal was yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. He's uh, an actor that's known for being on the Game of Thrones, being the Viper. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a spy report a long time ago saying that he was in talks. And then I think there were spy pictures, too, taken. And, yeah, they had said a while back, like, right. he was going to be in That was a big it. rumor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got that news that he was going to be in it, that he was cast. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was uh, a trustworthy publication said that yeah. he was the, the Mandalorian. Man. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I mean, but we still have don't have confirmation from Lucasfilm. Uh, they haven't made it an official announcement yet with the whole cast. So we're still... I mean, he is in it. We just don't know whether or not he is, in fact, the Mandalorian. But it kind of looks... A lot of people are saying it is. Like, it's, right, it's right. him. Yeah. And then uh, Gina... What's her last name? Gina Carano. Carano, yes. Yeah, former UFC fighter. And the only thing I've ever seen her in was Deadpool. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I so, thought she did a really good job. I was really nervous about her role in Deadpool, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure how good she was going to be. But, I mean, she was what, what I mean, she did her duty as yep. that role. And it was So good. do you think she's going to turn into, like, the uh, Jyn Erso, the, you know, the... You think she's playing a good guy? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, is she going to be the, 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 what was her name, Kira? Like, is that the role they're going to give her? Is that, that, that the, the female that sidekick you know or do you think she's gonna be a villain i don't know it'd be real interesting to see what her role actually is Mm -hmm. because she she is a ufc fighter she didn't grow up as an actress and she's she's in several films now but it's just gonna i I mean you figure she's gonna do something really physical you know yeah i mean but she she has pretty good she had that movie it was called haywire I believe it was called Haywire. Came out a couple of years ago. She was the lead in that movie, right? With, but did you hear what they did with her what did performance? They do? What did they do? Someone totally dubbed her voice. Are you serious? That's what I heard. I did yeah. not know that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, then never mind. I mean, we'll see. But yeah, we'll see. And then uh, another casting choice for the Mandalorian, right? It's, it and it's kind of rumored, but yeah. it's kind of a solid rumor now. I guess Carl Weathers from Rocky fame and yep. Predator fame. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna be in there and who he's gonna play we don't know 
Um, yeah, it's it seems like they're gonna be like the sidekicks to mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal's character. Yeah, and it's it's sounding a lot kind of like Rogue One ish to me, like a band of misfits, right? Misfits, yeah, people that didn't like kind of like fit anywhere, which is definition of misfit. But <laughs> yeah, just out there, and it looks like it's a like a desert setting, mm-hmm. maybe. Moss Eisley, Moss Espa, mm-hmm. Tatooine, Jakku. Somewhere, yeah. I think people are thinking that it is Tatooine that they will be. I think it should be Tatooine. Yeah. If you, I, if For me, for this type of story and then doing something brand new, you kind of have to do what The Force Awakens did, which was to kind of make it seem Star Wars, if you, if you may. So I feel Tatooine is a good plot. And plus... You know, Boba Fett, that was the last place Boba Fett was on Tatooine. So, Mandalorian there and doing stuff. It would, that's a pretty cool starting off point. I Tied mean, I'm pretty, together. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be like the whole thing's going to be in there. Um, but so it's getting exciting. The Mandalorian is picking up some steam. The, the rumor mill is starting to go pretty good. Um, so, I expect before celebration, obviously, they're going to have like the full cast and who's playing him and who's playing who. But as of right now, we still don't know whether or not if Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian or not. If it is, awesome. If not, he's still going to be in it. What if he's like the villain? This whole time, he's just he's going to be the villain of this whole thing. And we're never going to know the true identity of the uh, the Mandalorian. And just for our listeners, we know you you love Star Wars just like us if you're listening to us. But just so you know, the Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi. So Boba Fett and Jango Fett are gone so some people were actually asking so is this is that boba fett is it, who is that and it's like no it's somebody else so they're gone and now we have this new guy who is actually a mandalorian whereas Django and boba were actually not right they were not the armor was stolen jerks yeah. but they made it look really good though you gotta you gotta give them some yeah, credit yeah. and uh the size difference between this guy and then boba fett is a big difference because boba fett really wasn't that tall and then this guy the mandalorian looks pretty pretty tall you know if i'm not mistaken was boba fett pretty tall to you i don't know it's tough to tell height on screen (laughs) because luke skywalker doesn't look as short as he actually is in in real life so i don't know it's kind of tough robert daddy jr doesn't look that tall in real life you know but he looks like a giant and you know (laughs) he looks like he can sit next to chris hemsworth and it's not weird but uh but anyway so what else oh and then the other big news that happened this week was we got preview of Galaxy's Edge out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. I woke up in the morning and the link just said uh, John Williams to write score for Galaxy's Edge. So I listened to that, then I scrolled down. And what did you think of the score? Did you? At first, I was I was a little taken aback, but then the more I started to play, the more I was like, "This is Star Wars. Like this is yeah." This I didn't is get Star a Wars. whole really big Star Wars feel from the score. I don't. It, it felt. And I and I hate to say it, it feels like the music you hear at a theme park when you're not really paying attention. Like it's like, and that's what I thought in my head. I'm thinking I'm walking through the park and I just hear the music playing, and it's just like background music. But for me, the beginning of it, I was a little I was like, eh. but then the more it started to go, I started to kind of picture a action sequence in a Star Wars film, like a brand new score from John Williams. And I was like, okay, I get it. That's that's pretty good. That's that's this this specific area of the galaxy. This is their score, and the galaxy's edge is uh, what. Planet does it take place on? But two, yeah. So that's like this adventure, and I, I liked right. it. I thought it was pretty good. But you were, you were like, yeah. 
So every time we finish a podcast, I think, oh man, I forgot to mention this because there's a popular theory that maybe one of the locations in episode nine will be Batu. That would be so smart of Lucasfilm to yeah. do. Like that would be one of the smartest things they did. Yeah. Do you think Tied they'll in. do it? Uh, I think there's a good shot that <laughs> they it's going to happen. Yeah, they have to do that. Mm. If they want people to flock to this place, what better which way? Which they already are now. Which they already are. Like yeah. It's, it's going to be insane. What better way to do it than to have a, a planet and have like a really nice set piece there yeah. and then be like, oh, by the way, Galaxy's Edge is that planet. Man, it's going to be insane. And then they also, and you sent us the text and I freaked out when you showed us the, the picture. If you want to say what it was. I don't remember. <laughs> you said they just delivered the Millennium. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's pretty incredible to have the Millennium Falcon there, and to be able to go inside of it. Hopefully, we'll be able to go through all the corridors and sit mm-hmm. at the the hollow chest table and go to the area where Finn was at recovering when Chewie mm-hmm. was like trying to. It looks like that. It looks like they built it in the fashion of like the. I don't know because they showed a picture of that area and that place is just storage over there. Like, there's right. a bunch of stuff in that bed area. Okay, here's my question. This park is going to be it's the biggest uh what's it the biggest branch off of Disney right in history. Yeah. Um how many millennium falcons are they going to have and on this thing? Is it just one that they built? It looks like it's just one, man. So the line for that ride is going to be insane. What how how is okay, so that's another thing I'm thinking. What's the ride going to consist of if you only have four seats in the cockpit? Like how like the it almost sounds like this was the dumbest idea for Lucasfilm to do, which is to have one Millennium Falcon and have the Falcon ride, and you're only allowed like six people on this ride. Like, yeah, I think on the surface it feels like it's not a very smart idea to do something like that. Mm-hmm. But to have that iconic ship there and the ability to go inside of it and something that was built by Lucasfilm that owns, or built by Disney that owns Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. they have the specs for it. You can, you're actually sitting in the actual Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and the, all the switches are the same. Like all the right. switches all the are switches all switches are the same. They have springs. They work. Yes, <laughs> in like 1977. Yep. And they showed a little demo of it. Yeah, where you hit a button, flip some switches, and then go into hyperspace. And yeah, that's that's incredible, man. I don't know how they're gonna do it. Well, what would be really ideal is if you have, like, say, six people mm-hmm. to a, to a ride, which doesn't make any sense. But if they okay, no six, yeah, six. You know, well, if you it, think about it, in Return of the Jedi, they there were like six people in yeah, the cockpit. But then here's the thing: you have two people manning the guns for uh, for a, a, some type of battle. That would be great if they had See, that. See, that would be that would make oh, it kind man. of ideal where two people pilot it, other people are kind of the, the like making sure the navigation's okay, making sure this and then you have two other people and the guns manning it and shooting after. That would just be the coolest game. I'd be crying the whole time if I was in it like this is going to be Yeah, I was I couldn't control my emotions in the void. Oh, I don't yeah. know how I'm going to feel in the Falcon dude. <laughs> Because I, I just, I, if I felt like a kid, man. Yeah. I, that, to me, going through the void, that whole experience mm-hmm. was like one of the best Star Wars experiences. It was the, it was spectacular. Yeah. I was, I was just blown away the whole time being in there. And so, knowing that there is going to be, be this Millennium Falcon ride, it's, it's, it's beyond insane. Um, so it, I looked it up. I didn't look it up, but it says Disneyland is going to have it first. 
in yes. the summer of 2019. Summer. Yeah. And then in the fall, Disney World is going to have it, right. which is going to be pretty cool. Um, which one are you planning on going to? Because we're going to go. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not together, but, you know, we're, we're definitely going. So which, yeah. one, which one are you planning on going to? Uh, well, James, I guess at this point, whichever one you go to, <laughs> I'll just follow you. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, I heard a rumor. I don't, want, I don't know if I should tell everybody, but a friend of mine worked for Disney uh-huh. who's not a fan which of Star Wars. Yeah. But she was like, you know, even though I wish I were a fan because seeing all the stuff that they're building is so amazing over oh, there. Gosh. And I was like, you suck. Just give it a shot. But anyways, <laughs> um, she's a great, great human being. But anyways, she told me that to go right after Thanksgiving – if you go right after Thanksgiving, it is dead there at Disney because, you know, kids are still kind of in school. The holidays, the Thanksgiving break is over and you're getting ready for So if you can take vacation before Christmas, you're set. So I was like, all right. So I'm over here thinking about it, wondering if that's going to be what my wife and I So are this do. person worked at Disneyland yeah. or World? World okay. in Florida. So I think we just gave away our secret. So, so you want to do Disney World? <laughs> I would. I think I want to do. Well, okay. So I wanted to do the whichever one was first, and Disneyland is going to be first. But I then I switched it to Disney World because Disney World's going to have the resort, the Star Wars resort there. But then we found out that that thing's not going to be done until like next, like two years from now, twenty twenty or twenty. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that was the rumor. Uh, they did kind of have the. They did release the specs of what it was going to look like, and it just looks amazing. It's just like this like closed-off area. Right. And the reason being is because the uh, it's closed off because the walls are all hollow, like a uh, projection. So when you look out your window, you're going to be in space and not you know, right, right, in a parking right. lot. So, oh, my gosh. You're going to be in like a pod and yes. a dock. And, so, oh like, it's, it's, it's insane. So I don't think they're going to have that done until they, – they, the, the rumor was, like, 2020, 2021, which makes me sad because I was like, I really want to go and see this thing. But I think Disney World is where I want to go and just experience this yeah. whole thing. It's going to be – it's it's it, like I say I say it each week. It's, it's an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan right now. I mean, we went through, you know – the, the little brief time when we were all introduced to Star Wars in the early 90s and then we got the prequels and that 10 year gap of nothing and then boom it's all just coming at us at once like it's insane it's it's a great time to be a fan right now yeah, it's a really great time <laughs> and I went to Disneyland in July mm-hmm. and I got to pretty much get on every single ride in one day nice but that was only the main park I know they had like Pixar Fest or whatever yeah. they had I didn't get to do any of that. I didn't get to do the California Adventure stuff. But, yeah, I I would – either park would be fine because I think the resort is the big That's, the yeah. differentiator because yeah. Disney World has so much more mm-hmm. to do and to ride. But, of course, we're really only going for Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go – my wife was like, we can go to the Animal Kingdom part, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. But I was like, I think I'm just going to stay in the Star Wars galaxy. Well, the Avatar stuff is, looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I heard yeah. Uh, one of my friends, she rode the she rode the ride where it's right. almost like the void where oh. you put the thing on. Then you're, like, pretty much flying around on the Banshees. And uh, she said it was so, like – it was so well made that when you sat on the thing – it actually mimicked breathing, so your legs were like <laughs> moving as like it's breathing, you know. And I was like, "That's amazing!" Yeah, um, so I hear that one's pretty great. I'll check that out, but mostly we're all just gonna go for. And I believe Galaxy's there's a Edge. section when you walk, it the the bioluminescence yes. lights yes. up. Yeah, I've heard of that one too, and everything like you touch it and it lights up and everything. Um, and by that time, Disney will own all the Fox. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. 
So we might see some fox stuff walking that, around. Yeah, that's some true. Some xenomorphs. Dude. <laughs> How cool would that be? You're walking through the park like, that's a xenomorph chasing after Cinderella. That's a, that's a cool thing. Or a whole alien ride. You know what I'm saying? They built the whole Nostromo there. That'd be pretty nuts. The alien queen, Disney princess. Yes. With, the, with a crown on her head. I, I, I could see that. Uh, but I, I'm just... I'm excited to know what it's going to be like when you go into that park and just how all the workers there are going to be in character. And there's, there's, I think there's, there's two parts to the park. There's like the resistance and then there's the Falcon ride. Is that correct? It was like, and then there's a building in the middle. Yeah, I think it's all Batu, and then you have the Falcon, then you have the Cantina. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Cantina's and in the it, middle yeah, area. And then you're going to have like troopers walking around yep. looking for rebels, and then you'll be able to drink alcohol in there too, which yep. is going to be interesting. And um, But it, for me, it's all about going up into the Cantina and getting a blue milk. Like That's like... <laughs> That's a must on the on my yeah. list. Like I have to be able to go into a canteen to see all the crazy creatures and be yeah. like, I'll take a blue milk and then just be like, Oh my gosh, this is this is it. The pinnacle. And the person looks like B. Arthur like that. I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of B. Arthur, uh yesterday, uh what was it? December the what's today? I forgot what today was. Oh, this December seventeenth was the 40-year anniversary of the airing of the holiday special. The November. Holiday. November. I, I said December, yeah. yes. Look at my little calendar <laughs> over here. December on the brain. Yes, December on the brain goes at holiday, December. Yeah. But yeah, November 17th was the 40-year anniversary. 40th anniversary of the holiday special. And this thing, and it was, the hype was real for this thing. It was it was huge. Star Wars was still, pop, like, ex- insanely popular when this aired, and then fans watched it, and fans were just like, what happened? <laughs> the Star Wars, and uh, but we got our introduction to Boba Fett. Yes, we got an awesome introduction to Boba Fett and riding a space brontosaurus. Yep, and we saw Kashyyyk. Right. Like that's one thing that was that was pretty cool about it. Did they mention the word Kashyyyk? I don't believe so. Because I, don't I just know. posted on our Star Wars stuff uh, group on Facebook mm-hmm. the intro to the holiday special. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for them to say for Han to say Kashyyyk, but he never did. Yeah, I don't think they ever. I don't yeah. think he named it until later. Yeah, but uh, it was funny. I posted that on our Instagram, and somebody was like, um, "I said, has anyone seen it?" And I said, "Well, the real question is, have you seen it? And like, can it can it be unseen? Like, is it? Can you just like <laughs> has forget, anyone been able to unsee uh, it? Yeah, unsee it. Yeah, <laughs> which is so true, and it's one of the most terrifying. That's rough, man. I, I've how long have you? How how far have you made it into the movie? I want to say like twenty minutes. It was about fifteen. And it's like I, I, I can't do this. It was nuts. It, what were they thinking? There, they, there's like a whole sequence where it's just Chewie, his wife, and his son just growling at each other. There's, no, there's no subtitles or no. nothing. It's just watching them growl. And then they have like that mini porn moment <laughs> in there. You know? It's it was it was it was like, lumpy watching a singer. Yeah. No, I thought it was the granddad. The granddad, oh, the that, yeah, he puts that thing on his. He puts that thing on his head, and he's singing. I forget who it was. Oh. The actress at the time was like, like, oh, I hear what I feel. What you're thinking, and she's like making all those noises, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. I think, I think if Lucasfilm had a good sense of humor, which I don't know, they would re-release it like digitally enhanced. Like just on Blu-ray or on the streaming service. I think they should go one better and do a holiday special with the new characters in the same vein, but have it a little bit 
more well produced mm-hmm. and more thought out and do another kind of animation introduction of something that's going to happen in the future. That'd be amazing. That's just one of those things that if I was president of Lucasfilm, I'd totally green light that <laughs> thing. Put that thing on ABC since they, since it's Disney. You can't put it back on CBS. Mm-hmm. And just have it air. I mean, it could have been aired like on Black Friday. You or, know? or just put it on the streaming service. They have the streaming service now. Yeah, I mean, you could do that too. Yeah, that you, that you make your show and then on November 17th of 2020, you release this crazy holiday special where it's... It's goofy, but it's still pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a part of the Star Wars legacy, mm-hmm. whether horrible or not. I mean, it's just everyone talks about it. I mean, everyone has like kind of kind of a memory about it, and it's just kind of interesting that something like that exists. Did you ever hear the story where it was like the Smithsonian wanted to do like this this showing of like the greatest Christmas movie ever made? And they put out a poll to people to ask what movie did they want shown at the Smithsonian for this event. And they said it was almost unanimous. Everybody wanted to watch the holiday special. (laughs) And they said there's no copy of the holiday special. The only copy that's available is the one that everyone has seen, which is on YouTube. Um, which is it's recorded from the TV. You have the, the static through, and so they showed that. They showed that to the people there, so they could see it. Wow! And, um, apparently, Carrie Fisher knew the, all the words to the song. Still, like after all the years, like she would still sing it to people. The song that she <laughs> sings at the very end of the movie, yeah. which is is oh my gosh, it's bad. So if you don't believe us, go to YouTube, type in the Star Wars Holiday Special, and just start watching it. And the icing on the cake would be to have Chewie there and to give him his medal. Yes, <laughs> I mean we would all be cheering. That would be fantastic. Gotcha. But uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the opportunity and the possibilities to do so much with Star Wars is all there, man. It's mm-hmm. just like uh, there's so many things they could do. <laughs> but eh, but we're not in charge, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so this week, uh, something sad happened in the something very sad happened in the world of comic books and uh, in cinema as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Stanley passed away. And I I remember I got the notification on my phone and I sent it to y'all like right away and it was like oh my gosh so sad so uh, Stanley did many 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 great things in his career and he actually wrote or he helped get the comic books for Star Wars going right which right. I didn't Marvel I didn't, yeah, yeah Marvel produced them yeah and yeah I actually have one of the originals at home but it's all tattered and mm. kind of. The cover's missing, but still, I mean, I always noticed that, yeah, Marvel was the company that made Star Wars comics, and of course, they're the company that makes them now, and Stan Lee was, of course, co-creator of Spider-Man, Hulk, mm-hmm. X-Men, I mean, it, he's responsible for a lot of popular culture that exists now, Yeah, and of course, Disney bought Marvel as fast as they could, and which they did the same thing with Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. so... They were connected to Star Wars. And Stan Lee was actually um, inducted into the 501st, not so long Really? Long ago. I didn't yeah. know that. And it happened in Australia. No, nice. And <laughs> he was like, wow, I just met George Lucas, and uh, he didn't even induct me. I had to come to Australia to, <laughs> to get inducted. And yeah, he had a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He was... He was he was an icon. He was one of those... Oh, yeah. And he had a bigger-than-life personality... And he loved going to conventions. He yes. was always at conventions. There's so many people that have photographs and autographs of him. Yep. It's it's an incredible thing. 
And I always think to myself, if I was in that situation, yeah, I'd always do that as well. Oh, yeah. Travel the country, travel the world, do the photo op stuff. I mean, because, I mean, just to know that you touched that many people and to have that huge an influence. I mean, there's only so many people that have existed like that ever. Oh, yeah, very true. You could probably yeah. count them on, like, one or two hands. That everyone think, liked, yeah. Right. I mean, he was he was essentially the Walt Disney of comic books. Oh, yeah. Hands and, down. Yeah. Hands yeah. down. And he lived to 95 years old. Good, yeah. Very Good long life. And his ascent was just like an upward curve. I mean, he just got better with age. Yeah, is that crazy? Yeah, like a, a lot of a lot of these people, I mean, we don't want to go to like to George Lucas, but like yeah, he his career was up and then it kind of started to like do a little wave. Whereas Stan Lee, once it started, mm-hmm. it didn't stop. It's still and it's going to keep going, which right. which I think is the most phenomenal thing and then to know that his career through his career he finally he got to see the the, the climax of his of his story, right. which was the Infinity War and he got to see this thing mm-hmm. build up to that and i was i was just amazed and um I, I was looking at one of the i think it was the first star wars comic book edition and he wrote the forward in there for mm-hmm. it about i think it was about george lucas asking him what the story was going to be and what they wanted to do with it for for marvel and that was interesting I, I i actually never knew about the comic books until years later i didn't know that there was like a whole series that was going on that they were writing Marvel was writing, and it was just really sad. It was really sad to hear about his passing. But yeah. it's it's amazing to know that years and years and years from now, we're we're, we're going to be watching you know all the Avenger films. We're going to be watching all, reading all his comic books and everything. So, yeah, yeah, he lived a pretty long, interesting, great life. It seems yeah. like it's pretty sad. Pretty sad. So. Now to be a little bit happier, that was a little bit sad. Um, so, um, Thanksgiving is coming up. Yeah, and, in the U.S. Uh, in the U.S., yes, I know. <laughs> in the U.S., and uh, so we want to. We're gonna wish you happy Thanksgiving, but also what we're gonna just say like what we're thankful for. If you want to go, if you want to go first, what what are you thankful for, David? I'm thankful for my family, my health, of course. I'm thankful for the podcast too. Yeah. I'm thankful for all the listeners that listen to keep us going, send us messages, send us emails, <laughs> and and you and Joseph. I mean, oh, it's, man. Don't make me cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm really thankful for. I mean, this is this has been a great experience. And mm-hmm. just, to talk, just to talk Star Wars just every week. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, my family, thankful for my wife. Um, thankful for and of course uh, this this podcast is it's something a year ago I never thought we'd I'd be doing it was something I was I never even considered ever doing and now that I'm doing it it's it's so much fun I've never had more fun than doing a podcast each week about my, one of my favorite subjects in the whole world which is Star Wars and a lot of my friends who know me when they see me doing a, a podcast about Star Wars they're like of course like no one else like all the people I went to high school with, they're like, no one else could be doing a podcast about Star Wars except for you. Um, so yeah, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, and uh, hopefully we can have an episode for y'all next week. But uh, we'll see because I'm going to be out of town. Of course, everyone's going to be out of town and um, eating a lot of turkey. Probably talking about Star Wars with whoever I'm eating turkey with because that's what I do. And uh, speaking of talking about Star Wars and everything that we're thankful for, we. We could have had a really cool episode and a really cool announcement today, <laughs> but we do not. Okay, so at Star Wars Celebration, they have a podcast stage, 
and we applied. We had applied for a, a part at the podcast stage so we could, you know, perform and we could meet people and we can do a podcast there at Celebration and, you know, and it was, it sounded really great and we applied for it. And then we just got told today that we were not selected to yeah. be in there. There was not enough slots, as they said in the email. So unfortunately, we will not have a podcast panel at Celebration, but we will be there. Yeah, and we might have a meetup at some point. Yes. We might put something on the page mm -hmm. or the group saying where we might be at a certain point in time. Maybe we can meet up with some people. I don't know, do, maybe do a little bit of trivia, have like a mini panel. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, what I really want to do at Celebration, if they'll let us, I don't know, I have to look at the rules, is I really want to go around and interview people. That's what I was thinking and too, ask actually. Them, yeah, and ask them yeah. about Star Wars, where they're, like ask them where they're from, what their favorite memory of Star Wars is, and like about, and, and what I want to do is I want to put all that onto our one of our episodes and just have this whole episode of just people's right. experiences at Celebration. Yeah. And also, we're going to be uploading video to uh, to YouTube Hopefully they'll let us do. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules there if they're like very strict. Well, about I mean, it. at Celebration Orlando, do you remember when Matt Martin and uh, the guy from IGN came out and started interviewing people, asking if people wanted to be interviewed? Oh yeah, yeah. And a lot of people came out, but I mean, if we're there in line with other fans, and then yeah. we just break out a recorder and just like walk down the line. I mean, it, I think there's no way they can tell us anything. They're going to be like, hey, stop it. We're just yeah, talking to other fans. Yeah, plus, Reed Pop's not even going to be <laughs> They're not even going to be, be in there. their comfortable hotel bed. Yeah, there. and then they're going to come out at 6 a.m. and be like, all right, hold on. we got to get situated here. Meanwhile, everyone <laughs> is like, come on, open the doors. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to be there. We're, we'll be waiting in line with everyone else to go to the panels because we're, we're going to be crazy fans just like y'all. And we, yeah, we'll have a meetup and Phoebe wants to meet us. If, if two people show up, I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Like if two people are like, Hey man, big fan. Like, cool. Thank you very much. Uh, so like I said, we could have had some really, really awesome news, but Hey, it's okay. We're still going to go. We're still going to get to experience it. And if you're going to celebration, let us know, let us know if you're going to go. And if you want to have a meetup, uh, just go to our Instagram, Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Go to Facebook, Star Wars Stuff Podcast, or email us at starwarsstuffpodcast at gmail.com and let us know if you're going to be there and if you want to have a meetup. And also email us to tell, ask us uh, any questions. We'll answer them for you. We have, we have a lot of crazy knowledge between the three of us about Star Wars, and I'm pretty sure one of us can answer it. Or if you just want to hear awesome trivia, we can... Say some awesome trivia. Um, and before we go, um, Billy Lord actually uh, was interviewed. And Billy Lord, in case y'all don't know, is Carrie Fisher's daughter. She um, is done. She says she's shot for, I forget how many weeks already in September or October. She says she's, she's already completed. But she got to be on the set. And her words were, it's, it's going to be like, it was a magical experience being mm -hmm. on that set. And... Um, Apparently, she saw the way they were going to recreate her mother, and she says it works. It works brilliantly with what – and that's one thing a lot of us fans are kind of nervous about, wondering how is that going to look. But she's she's saying it looks great. So I, I don't think we have anything to worry about because she would probably be the first one to say it's not going to be great. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's yeah. that was exciting to hear. And, uh, and we are a couple of days away from Black Friday – and us. we will not have a teaser like we thought. You never know. They might drop it. They might. If they, they do drop it, I'll do an emergency podcast. 
They're pro okay. If they say if they do anything, they're gonna announce tomorrow, tomorrow or Tuesday. Their Lucasfilm is gonna say, "Look, on Black Friday, look for something big." I think they're in a position though where they don't have to announce anything; just drop it. That thing will spread like wildfire. I don't. I would. I would get the people hyped. I think because well, I that think the teaser would hype them. Okay, fair enough. So let's let's see what happens, everybody. If it drops Friday, we'll have an emergency podcast and freak out about it. And I see no reason why they wouldn't just do that. Exactly. You know? That exactly. wouldn't interfere with any of their box office. Nope. I mean, if anything, you would want something before Mary Poppins mm-hmm. when that releases. Oh, yeah. But then again, you're probably going to get the Avengers trailer before that. Possibly. Yeah, I've heard it's a mix. It's it's an either or right now. But for me, with how Force Awakens did, it's like it's kind of almost like you always say a no brainer for them to throw something at us and get us pumped up for next year. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. Uh, so yes, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, hopefully, we entertain y'all enough. And Joseph will be back soon. We promise. I know a lot of y'all miss him. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. May the force be with you. Always. And Excelsior. Set blasters on full. <laughs>